Praise the Lord, saints, and welcome to the Powerhouse Radio Network. I'm Brother Wade, the Outspoken One, and I want to thank you for joining us here today. You can contact me here at the Powerhouse Radio Network by stopping us right here at Apostolic Talking at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. That's Apostolic Talking at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. You have a prayer request, go ahead and shoot it over to us at Pray at PowerhouseRadioNetwork.com. So for the thousands upon thousands listening, for the millions around the world, our Skype is up and running. The chadrons are chatting. Brothers and sisters, let's get ready to PowerCast! Independence Day has to be one of my favorite holidays of the year. I love to celebrate with ribs, hamburgers, and hot dogs, and all of it piled up on my Traeger. Now, to be honest... I'll smoke about anything I can get my hands on as well. I'm a big fan of apple dump cake smoked on my Traeger. I just love it. But one thing I have observed is is that most people are like me on the 4th of July. They love barbecuing, they love swimming, and they love their families. And one of the things that Americans tend to do is to flaunt our freedom before the whole world on this day. We are a big nation, and we like to show off our freedom in a big way. We always have fireworks and music on the radio, patriotic themes in the stores and parades, and the list goes on and on. I mean, come on, who doesn't like to lift up that pig for a sacrifice for his butt roast, his ribs, and his chops? But let me tell you something, church. Here's a tidbit for you. Most true Americans crave independence. Most of us understand that our soldiers struggled and fought for the freedoms that we enjoy. Although I spent some time in the Naval Reserves, I'm very thankful for the men and women who protect this nation that serve in all of our armed forces. And by the way, we are praying for you, my friends. But one thing I want everybody to know is is that we love our armed forces. We love our police officers, our first responders. We as Americans just love you guys. No matter what the political climate is telling you, we love you guys. But one of the things that I think is interesting is how that each of us Americans, we crave independence. I'm of the belief that most of us have something on the inside of us that just doesn't like to be told what to do. It's like in our makeup or something. When I was a small child, I wanted to be in control. The word no became big in my simple vocabulary. Then not too long later, the shouts of mine came out. Then I started trying to make my own choices and tried to make Pammy Sue, which is my kid's sister, to go along with whatever I decided I wanted to do. Then came the teen years when I started claiming it's not fair, and I'm sure most of us have been there, but ultimately we complain and we pout when we don't get our way. I wanted to go out with my friends and not have a curfew or be quizzed about what I was going to do. I wanted to be free of any family obligations. So with all that being said, I want to read Galatians 5 to you today. Now let's see what Paul was to say about our freedom. 
Galatians 5 and 1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Listen, I, Paul, am telling you that if you let yourself be circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit. Once again, I testify to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the entire law. You who want to be justified by the law have cut yourself off from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither a circumcision or uncircumcision counts for anything. The only thing that counts is faith working through love. You are running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? Such persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough. Now, let me pause here on this verse for just a second. I want to tell you something here. Leaven actually, or leaven or yeast, does not remain isolated in a single spot with a lump of dough. It spreads and it becomes part of the entire loaf. In a similar way, false teaching and its consequences are never limited to just a, a few people in a group. It is either rejected and removed or it works its way into the thoughts and practices of the whole group. False ideas are contagious and they spread and they take hold. Now let's start off with verse 10 again. I am confident about you in the Lord that you will not think otherwise, but whoever it is that is confusing you will pay the penalty. But my friends, why am I still being persecuted if I am still preaching circumcision? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would castrate themselves. Well, that's tough language right there. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another, take care that you are not consumed by one another. Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious. Fornification, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, entity, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you as I have warned you before. Those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
There is no law against such things. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have circumcised the flesh with the passions and the desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. If you will study Galatians, you will see that Paul was writing to people that were in their teen years in their faith. People who thought they knew everything and just wanted to be left alone to do their own thing. Now, what I want everyone to understand is the thing about teens is is that they are far more influenced or they're far more controlled than they would like you to think. They will follow the alpha teen who really doesn't know any more than they do. We all have taught or should teach our teens about peer pressure. Just like any group of young people, they were leaders and followers in Galatia as well. The leaders were making the rules. The reason for Paul's letter, he was addressing instructions from some men that came to Galatia, and they claimed to have authority to teach the church the right way to approach God. Paul was combating their teaching in the church that was instructing them to keep the old rules, the law of Moses. Now, Paul writes, you have accepted Christ, you have freedom. Galatians 5 and 1, for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. We are the same as they were. We or they could never keep God's standard. There is a freedom in Christ if you will be obedient to his word. The old rules doesn't have any value or usefulness in their new life. No more circumcision as a part of the preparation for Gentile to be accepted by God. What Paul is saying here is that they have the freedom to live a new way, a freedom to love one another, a freedom to live by the guidance of the Holy Ghost. A famous quote from Thomas Jefferson puts it this way, We have an inalienable right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Inalienability refers to a set of human rights that are fundamental. They are not awarded by human power and cannot be surrendered. They, they come from outside anything that you or I do or say. The way we enjoy freedom is spending our time with our family, our friends, and our work. We control our money for the most part, deciding what we need. We exercise our freedom in countless ways each day with, with all the decisions that we make for ourselves. We even our teenage children have freedom of choice that far exceeds what the majority of the world's adults can even imagine. Although today's political system is less than perfect, we still have been able to maintain tremendous freedoms economically, politically, personally, and even religiously. But the freedoms came with a price. A lot of people over 200 years ago, they, they risked everything to break away from the laws of England. And once they achieved this successful break, it was important that they not fall back into a position of giving those old relationships 
and those old rules. You don't believe me? Study history for yourself. See what George Washington said and did when he was asked to be the king. Now, Paul encourages them to accept their freedom in Jesus Christ. Today, they are people that are trying all the time to change this nation in ways to restrict and control everything. They say that people can live any life they want to live except for an apostolic Christian life. You can't live those. That's what they say. They manipulate the founding father's words and the attentions, totally ignoring their backgrounds and beliefs in order to control today's rules to their advantage. Our founding fathers guaranteed us the freedoms to gather together, the freedoms to love one another and to serve each other, the freedoms to speak out for the betterment of our homes, our communities, and even our government. Our forefathers explained that with freedom also comes responsibility. And as I think about it, it is strange that we call it Independence Day. It should be called dependent, if you think about it. Even though we celebrate the breaking of the formal relationships with England, it forced the people of that day to become even more dependent on each other. They were forced to work together in a common defense of what they saw as right and wrong. They were not really independent at all, and neither are we if we only think about it. Because we always have a dependency on God. I don't care what any person in the world thinks, whether they be agnostic, atheists, Satan worshipers, sports fanatics, or whatever, every person in this world is dependent upon God. He give us the breath. It doesn't really matter where you stand or what things that you have done. Each of us start out with an unavoidable dependency on God. We have breath. Man would not exist if not created by God. The earth that we live on would not support life except for by his design. No matter how independent that we think we are, it is not really true. We were all dependent on our parents for life. We live in a country, most of us by birth, not choice that we're here in the United States. Someone else paid the cost to obtain those early freedoms. From time to time, installments are paid by other generations to maintain what we enjoy. The point that I'm trying to make is that we are dependent on those that came before us by default. You can't get out of it, but you can ignore or discount it. Doing so would be awfully juvenile thing to do. Look around. Look at our news cycles today. Look at Black Lives Matter or the Antifa movement. They are acting like spoiled little two-year-olds pitching a fit because they didn't get their way. But I have spent too much time on that subject, and you can go back and listen to our previous PowerCast for more details on what I think about those. But church, it comes down to the acknowledging the facts that put us where we are right now. 
Do we celebrate the gifts of freedom like the 4th of July and the celebration that comes with that gift, or do we stay chained to the sins of this nasty world? How about the freedom that Paul described in, in Jesus Christ? How do we celebrate freedom from the law that we could never keep? According to our scripture today, we celebrate by allowing the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, to help us with our sinful nature. We do it when we choose to acknowledge our dependency on Jesus and to start living that sacrificial life as we should. Every apostolic needs to live their life to help each other and to love one another even when some of us mess up. Love them just like the prodigal son. Just as the newborn baby, apostolics grow to depend on the Holy Ghost to lead our lives. We grow from babes, our next stage is children, our next stage is teens, and then on to adults. At every single stage in our walk with God, He will often call us into new ways of working for Him. Now, maybe you are listening and you haven't reached your Independence Day. If this is the case, I beg you, today is the day. You must be born again. You must find yourself an altar. You've got to repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of those sins, and then He will fill you with His Holy Spirit. We know what Acts 2.38 says. It says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, go to our website, and you will find a link in our Bible studies section called Straight Out of Darkness. That's at www powerhouseradionetwork.com. Go there. Look for our Bible study section. Find Straight Out of Darkness and watch it. Now, if you need more information on the true plan of salvation, you really do need to see this. But here's the thing, church. If you have not reached your Independence Day, if you haven't received your freedom from sin, if you haven't been obedient to the true plan of salvation, then you are still under the law. Now, let me say this. If you've been baptized in the titles, or if you were sprinkled as a baby or whatever, then today is the day for you to be obedient to his word because you're still leaning towards a sinful nature and you are at risk of not reaching the ultimate independence that perfection as a child of God. Even more amazing is that Jesus has paid that price for your freedom from sin. You can still choose to acknowledge your dependence upon him. Find yourself an altar. Acknowledge that you're a sinner. Tell him that you need him in your life so that he may lead you, guide you, and direct you. Ask for forgiveness for the things that you've done. And once that you truly do this, remember now, repentance means lay it on the altars and turn away. You're really sorry. Don't do it again. Once you do this, find you a true man of God who will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Then the word of God tells us you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
Now, if you live anywhere in driving distance from me, call me. I would love to come and baptize you. I would love to come and give you Bible studies. But in closing, let me ask you this. Are you independent and making your own way, or are you first dependent on Christ? He offers you an inevitable right to joy and peace and eternal life. The only way to receive any value for yourself in this moment is to come to him with empty hands. You need to realize that you can't bring anything to God that would be of any value to him. It is his love and his mercy that offers value to you. However, you have one power, one thing of value that God is looking for. He wants to see you exercise your independence and to choose to be dependent on him. Church, I'm Brother Wade of the Powerhouse Radio Network. I hope y'all enjoy your 4th of July and may God bless you and keep you safe. Until next week, have a blessed life. This is Brother Stephen Spiegel and you're listening to the Outspoken Apostolic on the Powerhouse Radio Network. Well, church, the time has run out on us today. Thank you for spending just a few minutes of your time in studying and discussing God's holy word. If you have any need that you need us to pray for, please do not hesitate to send us an email at apostolictalking at powerhouseradionetwork.com. Apostolic Talking without the G. My name is Brother Wade, and me and the staff here at Powerhouse Radio Network are also available for Christian counseling if you find yourself in need. Please visit our webpage at powerhouseradionetwork.com for the latest apostolic talking news, all of Brother Wade's preachings, teachings, and engagements, and of course, previous PowerCast, our weekly rants, Sunday school lessons, Bible studies, and of course, our sermons. May God bless you and keep you safe. Powerhouse Radio Network.